Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. I've got a joke for you. Yeah? It's not like one of your dad's jokes. Well, that's good because they're typically inappropriate for things like radio. <laughs> yes, we would get, boom, off radio. Yes. I've got it. What's as easy as 60 plus 63? I don't know. Really? Just add them up. 123. One, two, three. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome back, everyone, to Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. Hi, everyone. We're always happy that you're with us. It is our pleasure sitting here guiding different financial, you know, because that's, I was just going to say financial aspects, but that's a thing that I don't think everyone enjoys talking about. No, it's not fun. I love it. I mean, you Excuse said that me. Really I love it. Well, but here's the thing. Before we jump into today's show, I meet people all the time who are doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And they've made smart financial decisions. They've made, I'm sure, a slew of bad financial decisions. Correct. We've all done it. But they don't really share it with their kids and their family. No. It's like it's not an open dialogue. Right. So then your kids don't really have anything to play off of. Right. Or an experience to learn from. Yeah, I had somebody who chopped off a finger with a um, chop saw. Actually, that client has since done it a second time. My sister cut her finger off with no, a No, no, I'm like splitter. off, off. Like at oh. the knuckle, didn't grow back off. Your sister's grew back because she's a chameleon. Well, she technically didn't cut it off. She split it down the middle, which is very difficult to do, by the way. Split it down the middle? Yeah. I do it all the time with the deck of cards. <sighs> We're talking appendages, not cards. And I actually went to school with a kid who had who lost his pinky and his ring finger on one hand with, in a wood splitter when he was a kid. Can, we call them we call them stubs. Can we move on? Yeah. Yep. But your client did it twice. And the point that I was making is when we have physical accidents, we teach those who we love about the mistake we made so that they don't make it too. Right. But with finances, I don't think that's something we we don't share those problems and those missteps i think because people are embarrassed about it but i i've always agreed with you on that yes until i started thinking about if you look at what a lot of people who are retiring today what they earned an average wage average hourly wage or Mm -hmm. salary they've accumulated a lot more as a percentage of that those earnings than what i see today's generation is on pace to do And 
well, but think about it. We were talking earlier about what? Starbucks and yep. cable and the things we're going to talk about yep. today. Fast food. Those were, those were, there was a time in this country where those weren't considered necessities. Right. Those were considered a luxury that you, if you got it once a week, might be too much. Mm-hmm. So tell us what we're going to learn in today's show. A lot of your daily choices, while at the time seem minimal, can lead to a very larger picture of financial issues. And where do you want to start? Um, I'd probably say the day-to-day. Really? The little things. I oh, to, do you want to start with the bigger stuff? I want to start with, I'll rhyme it, Elizabeth Morin. We can start with we can start with Elizabeth Warren if you would like. We can just dive right into the heavy. Dive. Dive. Nose dive. Like dive like a submarine. Apparently I've been living underneath a rock because I did not know about this. Well, that's not entirely true. I was a different question or a different scenario story, but I was asking a client if they had heard of it. And hmm. I go, Well, it's all over the news right now. And she looks at me and she goes, Mike. I think, I didn't say news. I said, it's all over the TV right now. And she goes, I'm pretty sure you and I watch different types of TV. Correct. I'm like, you know, a simple no would have been sufficient. Well, and the fact that, hold on, the fact that she said that you don't even watch the news. No. In fact, I couldn't tell you, I could tell you the last time that the news was on in this house. Right. Right. (laughs) The day your mom moved out. But I. And that's not a slam. We just don't watch the news. I hate the news. Right. Hate. You know why? Because we've already done it. Remember when I did this show to make you cry? Yeah, you tried. It didn't work. Yes, it did. When it added music. Right. No music and soldiers coming home, no tears. Music and soldiers coming home, tears. Which means music and sound mess with your emotions. I don't want it. I'd rather read it. Well, right. And the fact that you're getting a person's opinion about a news story or something that happened and they often cut a very pivotal point out of whatever they're talking about that, to skew it towards what they want it to look like. That's true with print news as well. Right. You just take away the sensory manipulation of noise, sound. Correct. Correct. Music. So anyway, apparently it's been big news the last couple of days. I don't know. That. I see it all over the TV. I've been at work. I have no idea. But Chase tweeted out, well, this was actually a couple of weeks ago on it's April like a 29th. Month ago, yeah. Well, not quite, but April 29th. You... Why is my balance so low? Bank account. Make coffee at home. Bank account. Eat the food that's already in the fridge. Bank account. You don't need a cab. It's only three blocks. You, I guess, will never know. Bank account. Seriously? Monday motivation was their hashtag. I think they call that a meme. Yeah, kind of, but there's no pictures or anything. I mean, it was just... So it was essentially, you know, I'm going to do the stuff I want to do, and then I'm going to scratch my head at the end of the day going, why am I broke? Yeah, why don't I have any money? So Elizabeth Warren took great offense to this tweet and she tweeted back at Chase. Why aren't... Time out. Do you really think she took offense to it or do you think this was just a moment... Campaigning shenanigans. Which, by the way, campaign year is one year. Not six six months in the year prior to the campaign year. It is one year. So you mean it's not 18 months? No. No, I am so annoyed that there's all campaign shenanigans going on right now, but we're not going to touch that. Okay. Another day, another time. Chase, why aren't customers saving money? Taxpayers, we lost our jobs, home savings, but gave you- Hold on, you, hold on. This is what she, she tweeted, tweeted. But gave you a $25 billion bailout. Workers, employers don't pay living wages. That's false. 
Economists, rising costs plus stagnant wages equals zero savings. Chase, guess we'll never know. Everyone, seriously. And then she also did the hashtag Monday Motivation. I think it's interesting that on her tweet, she brings in lots of different parties. This was a me, you thing. Right. This was a your brain versus what you're doing. Right. And then but she went bananas. Chase got a lot. I mean, a lot of negative attention over this. Right. And... It was well before her tweet. Right. But when you read through that, so this is, so she makes this tweet Mm -hmm. and then she writes an article. Actually, I don't remember where, do you remember where it was published or can you bring it up? Uh, The Washington Post was what I just read that from. There's a couple of different articles on it, to be honest. Well, let's take, you know what? When we come back, let's take a quick break because it's a good time for it. Actually, excuse me. It was the Washington Times. I guess they're different, Hmm. but whatever. When we come back, Let's read a little bit more into that article because she gives some things that Americans aren't doing that I think you and I are going to disagree with. Right. Well, actually, (laughs) she says more of this is what they're doing and they're still broke. There's some not in there, though, too, or maybe not in that one. But and it's things that I see people doing all the time. Mm -hmm. It's things that I see people with a half a million and 800,000 in a 401k and an IRA that they're doing, they're living and they're feeling like they're broke, which can be good, but in this case, bad, because of everyday decisions they're making. Right. And it's avoidable. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon Keegan first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of Fireproof Your Finances. If you are just joining us, we're talking about the Chase Bank Elizabeth Warren Twitter feud. They're, yeah, they're flying memes. Right. Although I do have to say Chase took the high road, and I don't think they responded to her, but I don't think they did either. Well, again, they got... a ton of negative backlash because there was a lot of the public saying, well, you don't, you know, you're so far, like we don't need corporate America to tell us what we're doing wrong. Right. So the article that I read the tweet from goes on to say, Americans are working more than they ever have, which is a quote from Elizabeth Warren. A much larger share of the population is in the labor force than 50 years ago. And families are not spending money on things they don't really need. Hold the phone. I could name 12 things right now that people are spending money on that they don't need. Go. Netflix, Hulu. One, two. Amazon Prime. Three. Spotify. Four, Pandora. Five, Starbucks every day. Six. HBO. Seven. Big Ten Network. Oh, you're eight. <laughs> um, XM Radio. Sirius Nine. XM Radio. Um, oh, crap. I thought this was going to be easier. Yeah, you did. Going out to eat. Ten. Every day. 
Um, it's not every day, but 10. I'll insurance you 10. on your phone? Whoop, 11. And uh, one more. I lost it. Air conditioning. Yeah, we haven't even turned ours on yet this year. Why there would we? A dozen things. Yeah, but a lot of those were similar, but right. not too. But most households have multiples of those things. I would have disagreed with that until a few days ago. Right. So let's finish up with Warren here okay. and then yes. dive in there. Because, well, I think you already did. Yeah, She's saying but, that people are broke, not because of them, not be, because of their decisions. But because because the cost of childcare, housing, and higher education and health care have all far outpaced American inflation. There's one more small paragraph. It says Americans don't need flippant tweets from giant banks about how to spend their money. They need Washington to make investments that will allow them to succeed. And basically, she just goes on to say, stop being patronizing. We have that as legislation right now. You know what it's called? What? Capitalism. Right. Like, I'm not a, uh, see if I can get her name right right now, the AOC lady, woman, person. I don't even know if you can say woman now. Is it person? Is that politically correct? Person, not woman? I think she identifies as a female, so she's a woman. But Andrea. The fact that you just had to say identifies as a female scares me. I know. Alexandria. It's the world we live in right now. Ocasio-Cortez. I think so. I think everyone knows who we're referring to. Whatever. AOC, that's what they call her. It's fine. I am, her and I, we don't share political beliefs. And you can judge me for that, whatever. Here's the thing. I'm not saying we have a perfect system at all. Nobody does, though. But how cool is it? I'm going to sound like a millennial here for a minute. Because you are. I know. But how cool is it that somebody from nothing... Nothing. And, and and trust me, I've said this to people face to face, but one in 10, they're like, do you know the, uh, the group behind that got her elected? I don't know. And I don't really care. What I'm saying is you're in a country where somebody was a bartender. Yes, she had a degree. I'm not taking anything away. I'm giving a compliment, people. She went from nothing. She was a bartender and now holds one of the highest levels of, I'm going to put this in quotations, leadership. Right. In the country. And she's already asking for a raise, but um, don't get me started on that. Really? I didn't hear about that. But you got to pay for your Hulu. So I wouldn't, like, so you can't blame it all on the system. It is some of the choices we make. And there are things today that we feel like are necessities Mm -hmm. that previous generations looked at as luxuries. In that article, she said something. And I wasn't intending to go this far. She talked about, I think her dad got sick or injured. Warren? I know that's not the same article, but okay. So the article I read from her was talking about how her dad got sick, injured, something like that, couldn't go back to work. Mm -hmm. And they lost their station wagon, but her mom went and got a job. And she said, as I became a judge, I started diving into things to see where people go wrong. And I kept seeing this over and over that it was unexpected things that caused financial like heartache. Right. No kidding. Who knew that it was the unexpected things that make you go broke? But right. you know what? What she didn't give her own parents credit for? Her own parents were living clearly. Oh, I didn't say this. Her mom went to work. Mm-hmm. And that's why they didn't lose their house. Right. Their Her parents figured out how to live on a one-income household. Right. When her husband could not work anymore, she stepped up to the plate and said, well, you can't do this anymore. I will take over. Right. That's what... How many American households today are living in a way that they can live on one income? That is a very valid point. So why not? I mean, that just ugh, got me. Like, your own parents did something really cool, and you're not using that as an emphasis to the. And and then the argument would be, can they? Right. 
because I know of somebody, it's a, it's a couple that's friends of ours, and I don't want to give any more information. I didn't talk to you about this before, but where they make, as a couple, probably about 80 grand a year. Okay. And that's, broke. 80 grand is a substantial salary. Broke. And they don't hmm. live in a big house. They don't have, you know, huge car payments. But it's all this stuff that you and I, I want to get to. Okay. That about the, you know, the eating out, like you said, the Starbucks. Last weekend, we went to a, a family thing. Yeah. And I said, when you talked about the Elizabeth Warren, you said that people have multiple streaming stuff. If you're not a millennial, like this stuff, like you'll be like, I got streaming. I got, because we're talking about this in our office and one of our staff members goes, I've got streaming. And I go, well, how many streaming things? Like, because I was t- talking about how many different, why auto pay, like why younger people like auto pay? And she goes, well, I've got, it wasn't Hulu, Roku, I don't know, one of the, the Sling. Oh, yeah. So they don't have cable, but they have Sling. I'm like, well, what else? She's like, well, that's my streaming. Right. You have one device. Now, we had a family member. I would have never believed this. Right. But just, I mean, tell us. I mean, they had, like, it's the music stuff. Yeah. One of them pays for a Pandora subscription, and the other one pays for a Spotify subscription. Now, is that a lot of money? No, I don't. I combined what 16, 17 bucks, probably. Right, right. So that's what $200 a year, mm-hmm. 2000 every 10 years. Yeah. So if you have a 40, 40 year working career, it was 80 grand. Yeah. Huh. No, you said 200 oh, a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight grand. Eight grand. Eight grand. Yeah, yeah. It did seem a lot more impactful. It's like, for wait a minute, your brain just went on overdrive. <clears throat> that's not right. But that's just one thing. That's a small thing. Right. That's one thing. Small. That's how many? What is that? One trip for two people to Starbucks? Eight thousand dollars? No, fifteen bucks oh. a month. <laughs> I you might get two out of that. So, but you know, and you compare it, and I know a lot of people. I mean, us included, for that matter. And I'm not saying that is like you know, yay is us, but is it really that big of a deal to listen to commercials? No, not really. I mean, it adds up. Two hundred dollars right. a year is two hundred dollars a year. Right, but I mean, we also have Hulu and Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is because of all the stuff I shipped for the business, though. But you're right. We don't have to have Hulu. We have them both. We had Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon Prime at one point. Yeah, we, we don't have Netflix them. anymore. But, I mean, we also have multiple streaming devices. Right. Fair enough. And somebody added HBO on the cable when he was an invalid. So Technically, I was under the influence of anesthesia. Shouldn't have made I it. believe your response to me was only... It's only $10 a month extra. And the look on my face now is like, he's drugged. We'll just let this fly for a while. <laughs> so start adding these things up. I've got streaming. You know, we're meeting a lot of people that I didn't even know you really paid for music. But you can get that. Plus, you can have the XM. Plus, you can have the the cable. I mean, we're talking hundreds of dollars a month. Right. For small things. Mm-hmm. And you don't even notice it because it's automatically drafted from your account. And do you really feel like you're splurging because you, you know, you upgraded your Spotify? No. Probably not. It's like, oh, bleep, 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 extra $2, don't care. Let's take our last break. When we come back, let's talk about what this really adds up to and some of the ways that you can go from broke to nope in a hurry. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Legacy Financial Network. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-LF-NETWORK or visit us at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. 
Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. I have to say it always goes by too quickly. Mm -hmm. We are humbled that you tune in. It's a good thing it went fast this time because the lasagna wasn't ready when we started. It's going to be ready. (laughs) Kids are going to be hungry. Lasagna in the oven before we came here. So here's an article, though, from, let's see, uh, it's on, I don't know if it was originally published from Think Advisor or not, but it's on Think Advisor. It says, Bank of Mom and Dad would be the seventh biggest lender in the U.S. True. You know, I meet with people and I'm seeing a lot of people who, and I'm surprised by this, who are in their 50s, mm-hmm. who are doing okay financially, but that their parents have continued to be the backstop. Like when we say the bank of mom and dad, I think we often think of millennials. Right. And there's nothing wrong with families helping out family. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But one of the things, I, I forget when this happened. It was maybe a year ago. I was meeting with a couple and they received an inheritance. And I knew that they had often borrowed from their parents or gotten gifts from their parents and would pay it back. I don't remember exactly how it would work. Right. I just remember looking at them and I said, you know, you have to change at this moment. Right, because their random acts of kindness are no longer available. Well, they looked at me like, like, almost like, how dare you? And I go, the bank of mom and dad has closed and you have to be stronger financially because you are now the bank of mom and dad. Right. And I'll never forget the way the wife looked at me like, you've got to be kidding me. You're right. Right. It was like a shock. Like, oh my gosh. I'm the bank now. Yeah. Like, I don't have anyone to go to because I am the go-to. And I think that's what we're trying to emphasize here, that last week, did we get to this article last week about how close average Americans are to financial destruction? No, I don't think so. And you can kind of see I'm just using headlines right now because I think it's fine. I don't think some of this stuff, I don't think you have to dig in that much. Well, I mean, speaking of headlines, I saw something... I think it was just like a Facebook thing that said something about when I was younger, I figured I would, um, by the age of 23, I'd be married, own my own house and something else. And it was jokes on you. I still live with mom and dad. And in my thought, my brain, I'm thinking when I was 23, although I was not living at home because it was in the midst of, or I was still living at home because it was in the midst of the economy tanking and it was very hard to find a job. Mm Mm-hmm. I still had a job and I was trying to dig myself out of a hole. Right. You took whatever was available. It wasn't, it wasn't, well, I'm going to wait till one with a bat, you know, that has a, a, you know, requirement of a bachelor's degree. For my degree degree to go. No, I was like, where's there a job opening? I have bills to pay. Thank the Lord. My parents aren't going to kill me right now. But here's one from CNBC. Millions of Americans are only $400 away from financial hardship. And it goes right in line then with another article that was from, let's see, is this also CNBC? No, CNET. And it says that the Galaxy Samsung, the Galaxy S10, mm-hmm. that's like their big phone. The Samsung Galaxy X10 depreciates by 50% in 30 days. That's ridiculous. You know, we were, when we were at that event last weekend, mm-hmm. 
and finding out somebody who, you know, they, they had Spotify and Pandora, and I thought Pandora was free, but apparently... It, it, it is free if you listen to commercials. So, yeah. And you only get technically 40 hours a month, but I don't listen to 40 hours a month on Pandora, so... No, how would you? I mean, technically, if you listen to it all day, every day at work... Maybe you should be working. It's music. It's like background. They use it as their radio as opposed to the radio. But then it wouldn't matter if you had commercials. Some people... If you're not paying attention to it, it doesn't matter if it's got commercials. I'm not... That's I'm a not load of baloney. I'm not disagreeing with you. I listen... I When I mow the lawn, I listen to my Pandora. Every two songs, there's a commercial. It's annoying, but whatever. It's a 30-second commercial. Okay, so add the that $18 I think we talked about for streaming music. Right. Now, add on... You brought it up. The insurance on phones. Right. So we heard somebody at this event, they were paying over $30 a month. I think it was 33 a month for insurance on their phones and their different devices. Okay. So I'm up to what, 50 bucks? Yeah. And then a lot of people aren't paying cash for their phone either. No, they're financing it, which jokes on you, adds, insur- adds interest. No, most of them don't. They don't? Nope, most do not. Really? No, that's their whole ploy to get you to pay full oh, price. excuse me. They don't add interest. They just wrap something into your phone plan. Right. So let's say it's, to make it really simple, say it was a $600 phone, it'd be 50 bucks a month if you're paying it off over a year. Right. But they're not $600 phones. They're like, how do you thousand. get How do you get roped into buying a $1,000 phone? Because when I question the insurance to that person, I go, seriously, what does a device cost? They're like, I don't know, seven or 800 bucks. I go, and I did it real quick. I go, you know, you gotta, you've got to total out one of these devices every two years to make sense. Every two years, you have to right. completely drop it. It's like, well, I don't want the headache, though, of if we had to come up with 800 bucks. I'm thinking, why don't you have that in a cushion? What a short-sighted. Yeah, you're, you're putting yourself so far, you know, behind by doing it. So now I've got, let's say you're buying a $1,000 phone. You pay that off over two years. Mm-hmm. 500 a year. That's 40 bucks a month. Yep. You're married, so there's two. 80. So I'm at 80. Tack on the insurance. Yep. I'm over. I'm 110. A little yeah. over. Tack on the Spotify and Pandora. 130. Yep. It's $1,500 a year. Netflix is $15 a month. Just stay there. Okay. I'm not even, I haven't even thrown in, in extra clothes. I haven't done clothes. I haven't done Starbucks. I haven't done any of that. Right. What did we just say that was? 150? Is that what I said? 130. 130? Round it up to one fifty to make yourself feel better. Add Netflix. Oh, one thirty a month though. Right. So fifteen hundred a year. Yes. That's fifteen thousand every ten years. So in your working career, sixty grand. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And those are after tax dollars. Right. So you've got to make about eighty grand to get the sixty. So if you're making forty grand right now, you're going to work two years of your life. You're going to work four thousand hours. The next, I want you to think of it this way: the next four thousand hours you work every day you're at work i want you to go there goes one three thousand nine hundred ninety nine more to go there goes two three thousand nine hundred ninety eight more to go mm-hmm. that's what you're working for to have something you get out for free by the way right that's it you've got to be kidding me right and when and you looked it up so if you're sitting here broke i would argue get rid of the, the insurance be more careful and responsible with your phone and if you break it go yep i'm not gonna like it Got to go to the BlackBerry route that Mike keeps talking. Not even that. I mean, my replacement iPhone, which is a seven, which is like 10 generations removed for people nowadays, because that's, oh my gosh, old, was not that expensive. No, you can get a phone two to $300. Right. It's not new. It is new. It's not new technology. 
But you can also get refurbished ones. I just got a refurbished computer. I think it was $180 on Amazon because one of our... Anyway, I don't want to go in that. We don't have enough time. But if you're struggling here going like that couple that we talked to this week, and it goes, well, I could afford the $800. That's why we need the insurance. And like you just said, why don't you have that cushion? Right. So what's one of the first things you can do if you don't have that cushion? Get rid of the insurance and build up your cushion. Well, how do you build up the cushion? Well, stop paying for the insurance and take the $33 a month and put it into a savings. We prepared for this. Garage sales. Oh, yeah, those two. What's the average garage sale bring in? According to the New York Times, 500 to 1,000. Now, you thought that sounded high. To me, that sounded normal. No. But again, if the average person, we did it backwards. I said if the average person, customer, comes buying from you, five to 10 bucks each, Mm got to get basically 100 people to buy from you. Right. Three days, it's 30 a day. It's doable. But that's a lot. Or you could go drive an Uber for a while. We had, you, had, you had a friend that started doing that, that they, well, they became a friend. The person who took us is Grand Rapids. Yeah, she works her full-time job, and then she drives Uber or Lyft at night because her husband works third shift. So she's like, I don't have anything to do. This all goes back to the Elizabeth Warren comment. Elizabeth Warren sits there and yells at everyone that we need what? Corporate responsibility. Right. And you know what? There's some truth to that. Let's be real. There's some truth to that, right? Yeah. On the flip side. You also need personal responsibility. And there's a lot of truth to that. Mommy and daddy can't take care of you forever. On that note, we'll call it a wrap. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.